You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to 1 Corinthians 10, 23 through chapter 11, verse 1. And as we go through this, you're going to be thinking, I've heard this before. Uh, I've heard this truth taught before. Yes, it was taught in Romans, it was taught earlier in 1 Corinthians, and it's taught again here. Paul is talking, again, to believers that have come from different backgrounds. Some have weak consciences, some have strong consciences. And so I'm not going to rehearse everything that I said in those two podcasts over again, but I do want to draw you to a reality that he brings up at the end of this passage. So listen as I read 1 Corinthians 10, 23 through 11, 1. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, now this is a weak believer, But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of of that for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Paul is saying, if you, a strong-minded, knowledgeable Christian who know that you can go eat meat offered to an idol, if you're invited to an unbeliever's home and they're serving meat that was offered to an idol, you can go and you can eat. But if a brother or sister who's weak in conscience has a, tr- has a problem with that and says, and they're at the dinner too, don't you know that this was offered to idols? Paul's saying, don't eat. Don't trouble that believer's conscience. In that sense, it's better to offend the unbeliever than it is your weak brother who's a believer. So Paul is again demonstrating that he is being like Christ. He is, he is making decisions not only about where he spends his time and and what his career is, but even what he eats for dinner based on love for other believers. What an example for us. Even the smallest detail of our day, eating a meal, should be done with Christian love in mind. And I want you to, I want to highlight for you chapter 11, verse 1. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Because we've read the context, we know what what specifically he's talking about. He's saying, as I live to build up the body, to, to help other believers, I'm being like Christ. You imitate me in that way and therefore imitate Christ. Imitate me as I'm imitating Christ. Paul wants you and I, Paul wants his readers to follow his example of being like Christ in caring for other believers. Love them in little things, love them in great things. So for this, I have I have 
two things I want you to take away from this passage that I'm hoping jump out to you. The first is this. I want you to ask yourself this question. How can I love my brothers and sisters in a way that makes me more imitatable? So how can I, just like Christ, just like Paul, love my brothers and sisters more in a way that others can follow me as I follow Christ? I think of one man uh, that I know who stated, I never want to be at odds with another person. Now, there's conflict. There's conflict in the church. There's conflict in work. There's conflict in families. There is conflict all over the place. But this person takes Romans 12 to heart, which says, so far as depends on you, be at peace with all men. And he says, as far as I'm concerned, I never want to be at enmity against someone else. If someone else doesn't want to talk to me, if someone else doesn't want to uh, have a relationship with me, I can't control that. But as far as I'm concerned, I will not... Uh, give someone the silent treatment. I will not stop talking to someone. I will st- not stop pursuing someone. If they run away and don't want to be part of my life, that's one thing. But I do not want uh, myself to keep a grudge against someone else, to keep a distance from someone else. What a great commendation. What a great desire to have. And I believe that's a Christ-like desire. So I would say, based on this first question I gave you, how can you Love your brothers and sisters in a way that makes you more imitatable. How can you show off loving people, pursuing reconciliation? How can you show off being at peace with all men as far as depends on you? So that's the first question I'd want you to ask. The second question is this. It's not really a question, actually. It's just a statement. I would encourage you to pray that you would be able to be followed by someone, that someone can see you loving the body of Christ more, that someone can see you being patient, bearing with other people, forgiving other people, pursuing reconciliation with other people. Look for a Timothy in your life that can see you pursue reconciliation with other brothers and sisters. Maybe it's a spouse. You want to lead your spouse, whether you're a wife or a a husband. You want to demonstrate to your spouse, I'm going to pursue reconciliation with people. I'm going to love the body of Christ, and I want you to learn more of that from me. So, So the two things I want you to take away. Ask yourself the question, how can I love the body of Christ more, and therefore be someone who can be imitated in that regard? And secondly, to pray, to to, to realize, to, to hope that you can actually be used by God to lead other people to become more Christ-like. I think if we are really going through this epistle project in a devotional way, it's going to change us. And I hope that this text today uh, just changes us more and more to follow Paul as he follows Christ, to give ourselves to the body, to love, to build up in a way that others in another generation or others who see us Uh, currently can follow our lead as we become more and more like Christ. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.